Hello, you're listening to the Not Your Mother's Life, Not Your Mother's Advice podcast. I'm Kim Panakia, the mother you wish you had. I'm the mom of a millennial daughter whose friends often told me that they wished I was their mom, and I still have young women telling me the same thing today. Not because they didn't love their moms, and not because I let my kid get away with murder, but because I wasn't always telling her to do things my way. I am often referred to as the voice of reason by my family, friends, and colleagues. And in this podcast, I am putting my many years of experience as a parent, influencer, and teacher to work for you, to help you make informed decisions on your own about what you want in your life and what you don't. To help you realize that it is your life and that you need to make decisions based on your life goals and not the lost dreams of your parents. To help you understand and know that failure is part of success, not the opposite of it, and that fear is a big fat lie that has been programmed into our subconscious to keep us, air quote, safe. But safe doesn't excite us, and safe doesn't move us forward. Safe doesn't allow us to realize our dreams and our aspirations. So thank you for joining me, and let's get started transforming your fears into freedom and failures into success. Hi, and welcome to Episode 5 of the Not Your Mother's Life, Not Your Mother's Advice podcast. In this episode, we will be talking about taking on a different way of thinking, being, and doing in order to get what we want. It's called the be, do, have model or mentality. And I first learned about this from Jim Fortin, who has a great podcast. If you've not heard of Jim, uh, the podcast, I believe, is transforming your life from the inside out. Um, I would highly recommend listening to it. His name is Jim Fortin, F-O-R-T-I-N. And I'm not sure who first started this model, um, but there is a quote from Zig Ziglar that says, you've got to be before you can do and do before you can have. So this is where this maybe came from. Maybe he got it from someone else too. I am honestly not sure where this originated from. But what I am sure of is that it works. This mentality of be, do, have really works. So to explain this to start off, I want to start off with how we usually think. Most of us think in a different way most of the time, and that is we usually work from a have, do, be mentality. And that goes something like this. If I only had, or maybe once I have, that job or the money or the time, whatever, then I could take some specific action in order to become whatever it is that I really want, such as successful or fulfilled or happy, so on, wealthy, whatever it happens to be. But when we think about life in this way, once I have something, then I will be able to do something and then I can be someone, we are thinking when working from a place of lack. And when we work from a place of lack, we're focusing on 
what we don't have and therefore we get more of it. So getting more of what we don't have gives us more of what we don't want, but we don't ever get what we do want because we're focusing on what we don't have instead of what we do have. So we feel maybe we aren't good enough, we aren't smart enough, or strong enough, wealthy enough, so forth and so on. And we feel as though we don't have what we need, therefore we're focused on being less than, less than adequate to do um, and be whatever it is that we want. Again, focusing on the lack. So a quote from uh, Neil, and he spells his name N-E-A-L-E, I think it's pronounced Neil, Donald Walsh. He said, first you be the thing called happy or knowing or wise or compassionate or whatever it is that you want to be. So first you be it, then you start doing things from this place of beingness. And soon you will discover that what you are doing winds up bringing you the things that you've always wanted to have. So first we be, and then we do things from that place of being, and then we end up getting whatever it is that we want to have. Okay? So, to make this simple, um, there are a lot of different um, ways out there, and if you Google this, you'll find lots of different processes. Um, but I've created a, a simple three-step um, process for you to use, and I've also created a worksheet that you can um, download, and the link will be in the show notes. Um, and after you begin to practice these steps and continue to live by them every day, you will find yourself being more productive because you are no longer working and thinking from lack, but from of the power of being who you truly want to be. So, um, very simply, the three steps are identify what you are committed to, create who you want to be, and finally visualize and take action. So to explain a little bit further, identify what you are committed to. What are your goals? What is it that you want and want to have? And then think about what do people who already have what you want, or how do people who already have what you want behave? What do they do and how do they act? And then use these specific descriptors to create a strong intention and you'll begin to see the possibilities for ways of being. Then, in the second step, we're going to create who we want to be. So before we can take action, you need to decide who will take the action. And in as much you're going to decide, is it going to be the old version of me or this new version of me 
who is going to start thinking differently and thinking from the be do have model and not the other way around not the not the person who thinks from lack but for a person who thinks from abundance and what are the possible ways of being that are in alignment with what you are committed to achieving so if you go back and think about um, maybe you've written the things down identifying what you're committed to um, how do people already um, behave and what do they do and how do they act these people that already have maybe what it is that you want um, and then think about the specific descriptors that create that strong intention then you will be able to pick out those possible ways that are in alignment with what you are committed to achieving because it might be a lot of different ways that you could get there but you really want to focus on what is in alignment with what you are committed to achieving. So if there's three different paths to getting there that you have, you know, determined in step one, well, which path is it that you are going to achieve? Uh, um, which path is it that you are going to pursue so that you can achieve what it is that you want? And again, this needs to be in alignment with who you really are. All right. So there might be ways to getting there that maybe um, are easier or maybe more difficult, but they're not really in alignment with who you really are. So and then this third step is to once your new way of being has been created by you. OK, so this is all being created by you. You are in control of your life. Many possible courses of action will begin to occur to you. You will all of a sudden begin to think of all of these things that you can do in order to get what it is that you have decided upon in step one. When you powerfully call them into action, they will propel you into the future and into manifesting your goals because you're thinking from a place of abundance and not lack. And once you take to once you start to take inspired action, and the key word here is inspired action because this action is inspired by what it is that you want based on how it is that you need to behave, you will be amazed at ideas and opportunities that will come to you. You also in here have to be very open-minded and listen and hear and notice things that will occur and will come to you. And why is this possible? Because again, you are focusing on what you want from a place of abundance and not a place of lack. So funny story here. I think it's pretty funny. My daughter sometimes thinks it's funny or not, but when she was little and we would take her to uh, a Walmart, close by Walmart, and there was um, a McDonald's nearby. And of course, she always wanted to go to McDonald's and play in the little playhouse thing there. Um, and she would ask if we could go there. And I would tell her, if you behave while we're in Walmart, I will take you. 
And while we were walking through Walmart a couple of different times throughout the shopping trip, she would stop and ask me, Mommy, am I being Haven? Because she wanted to know, because she was little, what does behaving look like? What does that look like to you, Mommy? Because I will be that and do what it is that I need to do so I can have what it is that I want. So it's a funny little story that I love, of course, because it reminds me of my child when she was very young. And she wanted to know the way that she needed to act and be so she could have what she wanted because she knew she wasn't just going to have it. If I only had McDonald's, then I would be happy. No, you have to be happy. And because she was being happy, she was being good in the store. So then she was getting what she wanted. Because if she was being cranky, she would not have been behaving and she would not have gotten what she wanted. So that's just a little story and I think it's a great um, reminder of thinking like this from a child's point of view and not having any preconceived notions about anything. So if you really stop and think, what is it what old preconceived notions, what old habits, what old patterns and ways of thinking should I ditch and exchange for some new way of thinking, maybe something that I have not thought of, something that someone else is doing, someone, something that someone who has what I want, not just something that someone else is doing, because I think you know my opinion on that by now, but something a way that someone is behaving that already has what I've been through and has what I want. How do they behave? How did they get it? And I am going to try behaving that way and doing those types of things so that I can get that as well. And yes, you know, I'm, I want to keep this podcast fairly short and there could be a lot of, well, this and that and this story, that story, but whatever. But I just get the just just get the point of what I'm trying to say here. And yes, there will be a lot of people out there who say, well, you know, what about this? What about this situation, that situation? And I'm not going there in this podcast where going is just trying to um, bring a different bring a new light on a different way of thinking. And of course you can do what you want. I'm not telling you to change or to do anything that you don't want to do. But if you're not really happy with what you have and where you're going and you know, what you've gotten so far, why not try something new? Um, because I can tell you from experience that this way of thinking really works. But again, I don't want you to take it from me and then say, well, you said, and I did, and blah, blah, blah. We have to be responsible. Go back a couple episodes to responsibility. You have to be responsible for yourself. This is just, for me, this is just such a great um, mentality that I felt that I wanted to share it with you. And hopefully somebody else out there will start thinking from this perspective and it will change your life around like it has changed mine. And 
you know, along the way, of course, old patterns and ways of being will show themselves to us, you know, and come back up because they are habits and they have been instilled in us for many years. Luckily, the good news is that we can break those old habits because they no longer serve who we want to be, but it will take some time and some commitment on our part. But anything that we do that's worthwhile will take some time and will take some commitment. But we need to keep in mind what we do want now and how we need to behave in order to have it, in order to get it. So keep in mind that it's okay, and you're human, and you you know certainly never get down on yourself for occasionally reverting back to who you've been and acting the way you've been in the past, because you've done it for so many years. Again, it is a habit, and it is our subconscious mind that is you know tries to keep you in the habits to protect itself. What you need to do when this happens is say to yourself, and if you can say it out loud, that's even better, and if you can say it nice and firm and sternly to yourself, say, that is not who I am anymore, and I will continue to behave in the way that I have discovered that will get me what I actually want. So that is not who I am anymore. I will continue to behave in the way that I have discovered that will get me what I want. And after you begin to practice these steps and continue to live by them every day, like I said before, you will find yourself being so much more productive, again, because you're not working from lack anymore. You're working from abundance and from the power of who you truly want to be. And when you find that power within you and that power from an abundant feeling, it is so absolutely amazing because it is so powerful. So there's a simple activity that you can do um, to actually, you know, write this stuff down because you need to write things down. Writing things down, taking pen to paper creates a much stronger um, connection in your brain um, than just, you know, saying the things out loud or, you know, repeating them in your head. You have to take pen to paper, write things down. So uh, there is a worksheet um, in the show notes that you can download or you can do it by hand on your own. Just take a regular sheet of paper with three columns, create three columns on that paper, evenish type columns. And then at the top of um, the left-hand column, write the word B and in the middle column, write the word do, and in the right-hand column, write the word have. And then we're going to start backwards because we're going to start from the right-hand column and work over to the left-hand column. So in the have column, you're going to write the things that you want. For instance, a house, an education, you want to lose weight, you want to go on this wonderful vacation, whatever it happens to be. And you can write as many things as you want. Once you start the doing and the being, you're going to, um, you know, have to pick because you really don't want to be working on so many things at once because then you will lose focus and you will probably do nothing. Um, but so pick something once you write your list um, in the have column. And then in the do column, identify 
what you have to do in order to have what you've listed in the have column. And you can still go ahead and write the dues for everything that you've listed in the have column. So for example, uh, maybe you want to you know, have a new career, change careers. And so what, would the, what is it that you have to do? Well, first of all, you have to determine what actually the new career is. Maybe you've already decided that, but if you haven't, of course, that's where you need to start. Um, what is it that I would like to do? And if I'm not sure, how is it that can I, I can find out? I can try different things. I can, you know, research different careers and maybe, um, you know, try my hand little bits and pieces of different careers. I determine if I need further training or education to do this. I'll look into ways of gaining this additional training if I do need it. Research companies that employ this profession or trade. Okay, so that's if you know if you wanted to maybe change your career. If you want to lose weight and be healthier, you could look at how people who are at the weight you desire, how do they behave? What do they do? What do they eat? How do they eat? When do they eat? How do they view life? Do they sit on the couch watching TV after supper or do they do chores or go out for a walk? So that type of thing. What it is that they do and how do they behave and how do they think? And of course, everyone's list is going to vary. We all have unique needs, beliefs, and interests, but the formula is going to remain the same no matter what it is that you want. And it's, you may not be able to, you know, come up with your do list right away. It may take some time. It may take some thinking. It may take some, you know, meditating. It may take some quiet time. Really important to try to get in your own quiet time so that you can really reflect on what it is that you want and what it is that you need to do to get it. Okay. Um, so, then in the B column, identify what or who you have to be in order to do the things you have to do so that you can have what you wrote down in the have column. So, for the example of losing weight and being healthier, some of the things that you need to be is you need to be attentive to what you eat. You need to be loving, caring, and encouraging to yourself. You may need to be persistent and strong-willed against those who might try to sabotage your efforts. Uh, committed and responsible. And just write the list. Don't worry about, I have these, I don't have these skills, capabilities, because most of these things can be acquired. So if you look back and you say, well, I'm really not one that is committed well, then you need to think about what types of things can I do? How can I gain that skill of being committed? And skills can be developed. If we really, really want something, we will always find a way to get it. But we have to start working from a place of abundance and not lack. Everything that you want is available to you. The universe is a very abundant place and you can have whatever it is that you want when you work from a place of abundance and not a place 
of lack. When we work from a place of lack, we work from uh, being a victim and we work from being a victim. We feel bad for ourselves. We feel bad for ourselves. We feel as though there is no possible way. Uh, no matter what I do, nothing's going to work. So you do nothing. And then, of course, that is what you get. Nothing. So that spirals out of control extremely fast and leaves you with absolutely nothing. Um, so you can use this basic formula for whatever it is that you want. Look at what you want to have in order to accomplish your objectives. Then examine yourself and determine what kind of person you have to be in order to do so that you can have, in order to do so that you can have whatever it is that you really want. Um, and, you know, when I say these things out loud, um, when I was taking notes for this podcast and then as I'm saying this out loud, my inner voice is saying, oh, well, of course, you know, duh, Kim, of course, this is all so obvious. But yet so many of us still sit and wonder why we don't have what we want. We still sit and think, if I only had more time, more energy, then I could eat better and exercise and then I would be thin. But we continue to look at it backwards. Why? Because that is what has been instilled in us, again, for many, many years. That is the way we habitually believe and think. And our habits, although can be broken and changed, that takes time and it takes commitment. Know that that way of thinking is just a habit. It is not a truth. So you can change it if you really want to. So the takeaway here is like anything, it will take some time and commitment on your part. But in the long run, you will find yourself so much happier and fulfilled. And in reality, it is actually easier to live this way than to be stuck in the victim mode if of, sorry, the victim mode of if I only, or if only. Living out your life feeling lost and deprived, living out your life in lack instead of abundance of what you can easily, what can easily be yours if you'd only reach out and grab it. So we just need to know what it is that we want. Think of the world as an abundant place. We can have anything that we want. We have to be who it is that, that the person that has what it is that we want. We have to behave that way and do the things that will get us to what we, where we want and what we want to have. So think of the world as abundant and reach out and grab what it is that you want. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and be sure to download the worksheet and let me know in an email if you have any questions or if you would like maybe one-on-one -on -one coaching, if you would like to hear different topics in future podcasts, I would be happy to, um, you know, take any requests that you may have. I am here to help. That is my goal. And in my next podcast, I will be talking about self-integrity and commitment. So again, the link to the Be Do Have model is in the show notes. You can email me at Kimberly at unapologeticfreedom.com. And my other links to websites and social media 
are in the show notes as well. So I look forward to being with you again next time. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you and your time. So if you like what you're hearing, or maybe you don't like it, but know it's what you need to hear, please remember to subscribe, leave a five-star rating and a great review, and share the podcast with your friends and family. Also, be sure to follow me on social media and email me with any questions you may have or topics you would like me to discuss. I might even use your question on one of my future podcasts. Check out the show notes for my email address, social media links, and to PDFs that are sometimes available with various episodes. Hoping you have an unapologetically wealthy and free day.